Hi, I'm Mary. And I'm Bridget. We are the co-founders of the Work Your Worth podcast, where we have transparent conversations about what it takes to uncover and utilize your value at the highest level. Hey, today we are digging deep into goal setting. So as we know, stating a goal is easy. I want to climb Mount Everest. I want to close 100 real estate transactions. I'm going to lose 30 pounds. So saying your goal out loud is a really, really great start. However, in order to achieve your goal, you really need to break down each activity that contributes to your goal success. So recently, the Kenny team, which is the real estate team that Mary's a part of, had a full day dedicated to goal setting. So, Mary, (laughs) would you just mind telling us today just all about that day, how you organized it, how it went, and just share with us, because there's a lot of value there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, (laughs) goal setting day. Like, man, it was so much fun. Um, And just, let me just give a little backstory first. So, why in the world did we need an entire day to set our 2018 goals? Um, So, our real estate team, we have five members of our team. There's three agents, there's a transaction coordinator, and there's me. So three agents and two admin. And in the past, when we set goals, we literally just threw a number out there and just like prayed it would stick. <laughs> like, okay, great. Let's just choose a number out of the air. Um, I mean, I would look at our numbers. I'm a numbers person. I'm looking at our patterns. And for me, like, I would see that it's easy. Like, if we worked hard, we're going to be able to hit the, those numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's arbitrary. And it wasn't quite arbitrary. Um, We have really talented agents. And so to me, it was like, okay. And we have good systems. Like, it's a no-brainer. Any number that we said, like, I felt like we said it, it's going to be possible. So in 2017, our goal was to close 200 transactions. (laughs) And that's just a number I arbitrarily set. (laughs) Like, I was like, okay, we closed 80 the year before. Well, in reality, we ended up closing 125, which is something like we celebrated that because it's still great. Yeah. Like that was a 55% increase over the past year. Um, however, what I didn't realize, like this whole learning process of goals was when I set that goal of 200, everybody on the team like responded differently to goals. Um, and that was such an area of growth and like what an aha to move forward, Um, so it's like, okay, for the next year, we need to all be on the same page with these goals. Um, so we decided to have a goal setting day. Uh, when we realized that instead of being motivated by a large goal, some members of the team, honestly, they felt completely opposite. If it's not a goal that they, they feel that they can achieve, well, they're just not even going to try. Um, yeah, like some people, like for me personally, sometimes I like a big goal because it pushes me. Mm -hmm. Whereas for others, it just does the opposite and demotivates. And so I read a book in the fall called finished by John Acuff. And I'm such a John Acuff fan. He's written like a whole series in this and finished was his newest one. And that's really, that opened my eyes to some of the things that went wrong in our goal setting. So to plan for our day, we had everyone on the team read finish we needed to be speaking the same language. And when talking about goals, there's no way to be on the same page unless you have some sort of language to base it on. When you read a book as a team, how do you guys hold each other accountable to reading that? Do you have a like 
is it like, hey, hey, this book needs to be read within a month or? Mm, we basically, we said we bought copies of the book for everybody at a team meeting. And then I think it was about a month. Mm-hmm. We said, we're going to talk about this book at team day. Got it. So have it read. Mm-hmm. And then we brought it up again and say, hey guys, have you finished reading it? Yeah. Um, so it's really, I mean, it's hard to force people to do anything. Mm-hmm. And so all you can do is just say, Hey, we want, we had conversations about what we wanted that day to look like. Mm-hmm. And so encourage everybody to play all in. Got it. So don't sell it short. Don't sell, sell yourself short. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had everybody read that. And then we also had been learning a lot about the five voices and that's similar to um, your Myers-Briggs personality type. Yeah. And so it's just another way to have a language to better understand ourselves and how it affects our relationship as a team. Um, and so we really spent time understanding each other so that we're on the same page. And then the most important part, I think, was making it a fun day. And so we were like, everybody wear your comfy clothes. We're going to meet at an off-site location where we can be comfortable. We had coffee, breakfast, and then we planned like for us all to go to lunch together someplace so fun. Nice. So it was awesome. And, and then we also we made a goal for that day. We had a goal for our goal planning day. That's funny. <laughs> um, but we created an agenda and I'll show you guys. I can link that um, in the resources. And we made sure everybody knew what we were going to do that day. Again, going back to being on the same page. Um, and when it came to setting real goals, we asked everybody what motivated them. And we what made a goal feel good to them. And instead of just throwing numbers out there, we created a plan for each agent based on what they wanted to achieve. So... If money is what motivates them or they know that there's a certain number that they need to bring in, for example, if they want to make $90,000, we're going to work backwards to see how many deals that was to make that amount of money and what activities do they need to do in order to hit that number. That's so smart because, I mean, there are so many people who are motivated by money Mm -hmm. and there are so many people who are motivated by pleasing others so mm-hmm. it's like if you're motivating by pleasing others all you would want is just that number mm-hmm. so you can please your team leader yeah behind that number but exactly if you're motivated by money that's a good great way to mm-hmm. just track it backwards yeah and work towards that that's it, cool it really helped and it just also like I don't think we'd ever had a conversation about like activities equals deals yeah and it's always preached at us lead generate lead generate lead generate well what lead, lead generation even works? And so that was part of it in the goal. What are your goals for lead generation? Mm-hmm. And basically it just all adds up to that certain dollar amount. Or if it's a, how many families you want to help. Either way, yeah. we made a specific plan for each agent. Um, and so Smart. we took all of the agent's numbers, we added them together, and that's how we arrived at our team number. And so we got a transactional and a volume number for each agent. And then I got to be nerdy, which is like my favorite thing ever to be. <laughs> so you're satisfied. I was really satisfied by the t- the goal planning day. So instead of just saying, I'm going to close $2 million worth of deals a month, we broke it down because realistically, you're not going to do the same month over month. Uh-huh. We know that there's seasonality in real estate. In all businesses, there's seasonality. Oh, yeah. So how can we systemize that seasonality. Mm -hmm. And so what I did was basically we know how many homes were sold in an entire year, Mm -hmm. um, according to the MLS, which is our multiple listing service. It's basically just the platform that real estate agents use. And then we know how many homes were sold in each month. 
So then we can do a little calculation and see what percentage of homes occurred in each month. And then we know what we can expect for our business. And so for example, you're going to have way more business in June, July, and August than you will in January and February. Mm -hmm. That's just the reality. And so we came up with some realistic achievable goals in this way. So if the agent wanted to do 52, then they're maybe going to have six in January and then they're going to maybe have like eight in June. Mm -hmm. Um, and so they know exactly what they needed to do to hit their numbers. Um, I made a spreadsheet. Everyone saw exactly what they needed to do. And it was cool because everybody then felt ownership of our goal as a whole. Yeah. Um, and it just became way less daunting than just throwing a number out there. Like, mm. there was background to it. So everyone was bought in because yes. we all collectively came up with it exactly. together. Buy-in. Like, I think that's mm. huge. Um, and then since then, every Thursday, I send out an email updating the team on where we are, what our progress is on hitting goals. Um, and then if they're not where they need to be, we go back to the plan and see what do we need to change. And it's okay to change it. Mm-hmm. Um and do we need to add stuff? Do we need to take away stuff? And I think the way that we did it, it's really interesting because there's no nobody gets defensive when they're not hitting their numbers, mm-hmm. which I know is a problem um, that I've seen on real estate teams. It's like, it is kind of a sensitive subject. If you're not producing and hitting your numbers, like you don't want to feel like you've gotten in trouble. Yeah. Um, I think it's important what you just said, how you can adjust your goals mm -hmm. because I've witnessed this quite a few times where someone's not hitting their goal. They Mm -hmm. realize that they did throw out a number that doesn't necessarily make sense. And when they're not hitting it, they think that if you're not hitting it, you just have to give it up and you can't do anything. They don't like a lot of people aren't conditioned to think in the way that it's okay to adjust your goals. So that's really important. Yeah. I mean, for example, with our 200 number, we adjusted that midway through the year. Yeah. Um, because the reality was people were shutting down uh-huh. because they felt so much like a failure. Uh-huh. They felt like such a failure. Um, and I think sometimes it's easy for our goals to kind of take on part of our identity. And that's just a fine line that we've learned. Like this process really helped us to see that you are not your goal and it doesn't define you. And the more you learn about yourself and self-awareness and how goals, how you respond to goals, like helps you move forward. Mm -hmm. And so if people aren't hitting their numbers that they set for themselves, we just adjust and come up with a different plan. Mm -hmm. What tools, what systems, what else do they need? Because I, I know that each agent's capable. Yeah. And so... We came up with a couple of keys to just like making a good goal on that day. So I just want to share these. And this is universal. We did not create this. Um, But when you're making a goal, um, we use the SMART acronym. So S is for specific. M is measurable. A, attainable. R, relevant. And T, timely. Love it. Thanks. Um, I've been talking a lot and I know like this is all kind of overarching and only useful like if you already know what goal and more specific like what you're wanting to achieve um but Bridget I know sometimes the hardest thing to do is take a goal and break it into those bite-sized pieces like how do you come up with the steps that are going to get you there um and I know your team utilizes the 135 at a really high level so Mm -hmm. um how do you do that (laughs) 
Yeah. So we have used a system called the 135. And honestly, it's something that I have been able to implement in our business and in my personal life. So what the 135 is, it is one goal. So you state your one goal. Following your one goal, you state your three priorities that are important in order to reach your one goal. Then underneath each of your three priorities, you write five strategies. So this really helps you to plan each activity that leads to you achieving your goal. Most recently, I wrote a 135 because my friend and I are in the process of planning a trip to Oktoberfest. That is so fun. Oh my gosh. What a great way of using it too. Like, yes. That's oh, perfect. So because so what is our goal? Our one goal is going to Oktoberfest. What are my three priorities in order to reach that goal? I need to make an itinerary, make a budget, and I need to book everything. So then underneath those three priorities, I write my five strategies. So what is a strategy that goes along with planning an itinerary? Research. Mm-hmm. Researching places, other places that we would want to go during that trip. Researching everything that needs to go into having a fun Oktoberfest experience. So I write my five strategies for that. And then for budgeting. What are your five strategies that you need to do in order to make a budget? You need to really just assess your overall budget that you use every single day and then see what money can go into your travel fund. You need to price out the places that you're going to stay, your lodging options, your travel options. Are you going to be taking trains when you're there? Are you going to be... um, you know, flying on airplanes to different countries because we're also going to hit a few more spots while we're over there too. Um, also booking. I feel like that's the hardest part too. It's just like (laughs) pulling that trigger. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm committing. I'm doing it. Yeah. So it's just, and like I said, personally and in business, it, Mm -hmm. this just really helps you dissect your goals and write out the steps that you need to take in order to complete each step of achieving your goal. And that has helped me tremendously because before I would just throw a number out there (laughs) or throw an idea, but I wasn't willing to really write down and systemize the steps that it took to achieve your goal. I think that's like so powerful because like a goal can feel overwhelming at times. So overwhelming. Um, And I think that one, three, five really helps break it down. Mm -hmm. I know like we used it in how we're going to play in this podcast. Like yeah. it's super, like we've used it in so many ways. Mm-hmm. Um, so I love the one, three, five as just another tool in your tool belt. Yes. And for we goal planning. will upload a version of the one, three, yes. five for you to use. Yes. So we know goals are a super hot topic. <laughs> it's something that tends to be emphasized at the beginning of the year. And then we all tend to fall off as we know, because number one, we never learned how to set goals. Um, so no matter your role, we have to emphasize again, just how important you are and how much you have to bring to the table. And goal setting is one of those things that every person should take ownership of. So our hope is you're going to feel empowered after this episode to utilize these tools we provided and apply it to your own goal setting. So to help you, like we said, we're going to upload that one, three, five, and then what my goal setting agenda looked like. And head over to workyourworth.co and get to it. 
Thanks for listening to another episode of the Work Your Worth podcast. Hey, just like go over to the iTunes store, like, subscribe, and rate us. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Bye.